Hello, follow the Arrows page. My name is Sarah Arrow and I'm the Creative Director of Leeds Launch Leverage. And in this live stream, I want to talk to you uh, the truth about ebooks. And ebooks are not a new thing online. They've been around and were very popular when I first started that in 2006. It's now 2018, 12 years later, and they are still a big part of marketing business. When I first wrote our very, very first ebook, it was called The Complete Career Guide. And I wrote it with my darling husband, Kevin. And it took a whole year to write. Yep, a whole year. Hi, Melissa, good to see you here. So, an ebook isn't necessarily an easy thing to write, especially if you're not particularly talented at writing. And neither myself or my husband, that's not our main set of skills. We didn't grow up and think, gosh, I really want to be a writer and I want to write books. It was part of marketing our business, so we learned the skill because we didn't have the budget back then to pay someone to write it for us. So let's talk about that very first ebook. Um, can you guess how much money we made from that? It took an entire year to write. And let me tell you, it, we earned just under $10,000 or 7200 in sterling for writing that ebook. So a whole year's work earned us over the course of the next year $10,000. I was a bit disappointed. I, I thought I was going to make the money in my sleep. I thought that I would have people beating down a pathway to my door in order to, you know, buy my book. And I'll be quite open and honest with you when I say I was really disappointed. This book had taken a year of my life, all of my spare time. While my husband was out winning business awards, I was slaving over a hot laptop writing up his notes. and. I had nothing to show for all the love that I poured in that book because I wasn't making any sales once it was first published. Now, I'd say I'm a smart person. Lots of people say things about me that I don't necessarily agree. They say things like, I'm super intelligent and amazingly clever. And they use these words to describe me. But let me tell you, when that first ebook came out, I felt like a big fat freaking failure because despite putting it online, nobody was buying my goddamn ebook. I was not making money in my sleep. And I felt like the whole ebook thing, hi Daniel, was. I felt it was some kind of myth. I felt it was beyond me and my reach. And I felt really, really incompetent. Hi, Sarupa, good to see you here. I felt that eBooks were completely out of my depth and I felt really terrible for spending a whole year on doing this thing. Now, I want you to know briefly that I have a business degree. So I knew a little about marketing. And I couldn't understand why my book wasn't selling. I knew about price, I knew about positioning, I knew about the product and porcupines because it may as well have been porcupines for what that degree taught me about marketing books. And sure, I knew how big companies use the four Ps, but what about small businesses like Kevin's? 
what about other small business owners? How did they market their books? Because when I think back to my business degree, and I don't know if yours was the same, there was no mention, zero mention of the words online, digital, ebooks, not even a touch of e-commerce. Nope, nothing like that in the business degree. So a lot of it, when it came to marketing your ebooks, was pure looking for the wind, looking for the direction that you needed to go in. And I gotta say, I asked my husband because I was sitting at my desk and at the time our office was in the garage and I'm sitting at my desk and I'm trying really hard not to cry because I'm really scared that if I do start crying, I'm never going to stop. I'm just gonna flood everywhere with tears. You know, that kind of real big, deep sob, 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 and it's all just gonna come out. And when this happens in films, the girl in the story has a hero come up with one of those little delicate tissues or a handkerchief. I mean, does anybody outside in the film even use a handkerchief these days? I don't think so. Anyway, he dabs away those tears and he says, there, 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 or the Hollywood equivalent of there, there, there. And he may kiss her pert little nose and she stays exactly the same as she was before she started crying. You know the sort of person that I'm talking about now. Her hair is still glossy and shiny. And mascara, even though she's been sobbing, has not run. Although her eyeliner may smudge a little teeny, teeny, tiny bit. Now, Kevin didn't do the hero thing when I was sitting in the garage thinking that, you know, oh my gosh, the world's going to end. I've wasted a year of my life and I've not sold a goddamn copy of the book. And this quite possibly was because I weren't looking dank and helpless enough because I had messy hair, bloodshot eyes and a snotty nose. And none of that invites anything other than a great big tissue and uh, probably a pint of vodka and tonic. But what he did ask me was what I did to market the transport business. And I'm like, well, you know what I did? Blogged. And his next was, well, have you tried blogging to sell the ebook? And let me tell you now, I bloody well hadn't tried blogging to sell the ebook, even though that was how I was generating massive leads and amazing contracts for the transport business. Had I tried it to sell the ebook? Hello, hell. You know, I've tried everything else, doing all sorts of crazy, but had I actually tried blogging about it? Um, that was the furthest thing from my mind. And at the time, I was all right already writing a blog post a day for the transport company and it was at the top of my mind was i hate writing i hate writing how the heck am i going to write and manage another blog when i'm already writing about something that i don't know that i don't understand but it just somehow magically works can't i just sling a copy of this book in the sidebar of the main website and cross my fingers and hope someone will buy it and i did that now, I'm not going to pretend to you I didn't do that because I absolutely did that. But I also set up a new site because deep down in my heart, I knew the main audience for the transport blog was not the same audience for the ebook. The transport site users wanted to deliver it. They were not interested in how to start your own courier company. So a new site was essential if I wanted to do a blog around the courier book. And that's exactly what I did. I set up that site and 
then I did a bit more writing and I managed two blog posts a day every single day both about transport both of which I still to this day sorry if this sounds disloyal Kevin still to this day have zero interest in now the reason that I'm telling you this is quite often people say things like you know I've created this book and it doesn't sell nobody buys it nobody's interested well, you have to have some passion and enthusiasm for your book. You have to talk about your book so that people firstly can listen to you and get to know you and to decide whether that book is what they want. And they also need to... Hi, Jay. Good to see you here. They also need to get a feel for who you are because if they don't know who you are, how are they going to buy from you? Now... Lots of people say you need to have a huge, in-depth relationship with somebody in order to make a sale. I go to Tesco's every week and I don't know the boss of Tesco's. I don't even know the people that work there. So you don't actually need to have a big relationship with somebody in order to buy from them. But you do have to know who they are. As in, I know this person, I can see them on their site, they're here every week, they're active here. If I'm looking for some extra tips or I've got a question, I know where they are, they're here. And unless you're having a fire sale or a closing down sale, you should always be present where you're selling your goods. And in my case, I was very, very much present selling the courier book in a very uniquely named site called The Courier Shop. Now, when I started talking about the ebook, people started to buy. I didn't ask for subscribers, I just sold books. I didn't follow any of this up with an e-course because I did not have a freaking clue on how to do that. And again, there was zero mention of it in my business degree stuff. I certainly did not have a group to coach people in because way back then, Facebook did not exist, only LinkedIn did, and I already had a LinkedIn group. And Facebook ads didn't exist. YouTube was barely a twinkle in Google's eye. And SEO was the main flavor of everybody's day. Now, despite the odds totally not being in my favor, I did manage to sell my ebook and start winning at the passive income thing. I call it a thing because it's not passive at all. Now, I left a whole heap of cash on the table, as the saying goes. I was happy with the income that I was getting from the book sales. Now, it wasn't passive, but by no means was it hard work and when it came to content because I didn't know very much about things like careers and what they did and how they set up things I newsjacked so anytime there was a, anything in the media about roads about traffic about new trucks about new transport regulations I had an opinion on it and how I got that opinion was I would look over my desk and say honey they're gonna do such and such to such and such road is that a good thing and he would yell back across the desk at me yep that's brilliant because of blah 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 or he would say oh no that's terrible terrible and I would have an opinion on every single transport related issue so I would have other couriers come in and talk about these transport related issues and then they would become really quite interested in the book and then they'd buy a book and like I say it wasn't completely passive but it sold 
and it was not hard work. It truly wasn't hard work. Now, I figured a lot out since 2006, 2007, and you'll be likely to know there have been no more meltdowns around ebooks since then. I've got it mostly figured out, and I say mostly because my husband and I, we always joke around, and even when something's perfect, we'll say nine out of ten because there's always room for improvement. Now, ebooks are pillar products. They're a sample of what people try before they take the next step with you. They're the thing that enables them to get to know you and relate to your experiences and relate those back to their own business. Now, if you've not got an ebook, I can't blame you. You know, mine took me a whole year of my life to write, and I'm pretty sure that the next one I will write will be a whole lot faster than uh, an entire year. But the thing is, when, whenever you do something like this in your business, it always takes a little longer the first time you do it. It's never easy the first time around. It always takes that a little bit extra. It's a bit like your first driving lesson. You know, you're in that car and your driving instructor's like, you know, put on your seatbelt, adjust the mirrors, and you're like, oh, when can I put it in gear and put my foot down? You know, you're revving to go. Now, when you get your seatbelt on finally and you do your mirrors and you signal your intention to move away from the curb, it all gets a bit panicky and a bit overwhelming. And your first three or four driving lessons are always the same, always a little overwhelming, always a little panicky. But by the time you come to taking your test, which can be as little as four weeks later and sometimes as long as a year later, you find it easier to do. It becomes easier. The more you do something, the easier it becomes. So the more you write, the easier the writing becomes. The more you do a video, the easier being on camera becomes. The more you do something, the easier it gets. And when it becomes easy, you can do more of it. So when I say I write probably four or five ebooks a year, I'm really proud of that. I've got 14 of them up on Amazon and I'm going to get a few more up. And some of them really shouldn't be up. I should unpublish some of those because they're really out of date now. But they become easier and it becomes something that's really valuable to your business because it's part of how people can try your business without investing a huge heap of money. They can spend five to $10 and get to know you and get to see whether they like your style. And now you've got the options of adding things like e-courses in and group coaching and all of these expand upon your ebook. Now, if this is something that you think you would like to do in your business and you think that you kind of like my crazy style and that I'm going to be a good fit for how you want to get on, then give me a message and let's see. I've got a program starting soon, very soon on Monday, called Pillar Products and I'll pop a link up in the thing and you can have a look. If you think it's for you, please ping me a message and I'll give you a discount code. And if you haven't, I hope you've enjoyed what I've shared with you and I will pop on tomorrow and give you the truth about ebooks part two. So thank you very much for your time. My name's Sarah Arrow from Leeds Launch Leverage and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow about 